0: Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. An update on a major crash under investigation in Northern Virginia. I'm Ali Abelson. Looking at COVID-19 protocols for the 2022-2023 school year, I'm Acacia James. Back to school shopping is a little
1: cheaper in Maryland this week. I'm Luke Luker. Nice now, though we could see some rain later on. It's 11 o'clock.
0: This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by General Steel. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Senior members of Congress are reacting to the news that FBI agents seized 11 sets of classified documents when they searched former President Trump's home in Florida on Monday. On Face the Nation, California Democratic Congressman and Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff. It appears to be willful on the president's part. Uh, the, the, The keeping of these documents after the government was requesting them back uh, and that is adds another layer uh, of concern. On CNN, Ohio congressman and senior Republican on the Intelligence Committee, Mike Turner says he wants to know more about what the agents found. On a bipartisan basis, Congress is saying show us the goods. We want to know, one, what did the Department of Justice and the FBI tell the judge that they were going to find, and what did they find? There's nothing in those boxes that members of the intelligence community and the the committee itself don't have the ability to see. Intelligence officials are warning there could be more violence by Trump supporters unhappy about the FBI search. CBS's Homeland Security reporter Nicole Skanga.
2: The U.S. is warning of an increase in online threats to federal law enforcement officers. A new intelligence bulletin obtained by CBS News revealed. Reveals the FBI and Department of Homeland Security believe the threat environment could further escalate in the coming days following the FBI's search of former
0: President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. U.S. Capitol Police say a man drove his car into a barricade early this morning close to the Capitol building. Police say the car burst into flames as the man was getting out of it and that he fired several shots into the air. A statement says as Capitol Police responded, the man shot himself. No one else was injured, and it does not appear that the man was targeting any members of Congress who are presently out of town on recess. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. Police haven't identified the man. They say he did have a criminal record. Police in central Pennsylvania say a man drove a car into a crowd at an outdoor fundraiser yesterday and was then involved in a murder nearby. WYOU-TV's Mark Hiller. Tragedy at a local fundraiser aimed at helping family members of another horrible tragedy. A car plowed into a crowd in Berwick, a crowd that had gathered to support victims of last week's fire in Nescopeck, which killed 10 people. One one person was killed yesterday, 17 injured. State Police Spokesman Trooper Anthony Petrosky. It's very unfortunate that this happened, and we want to compile all pieces to put this investigation together and, and do it thoroughly and as accurate as could possibly be. Author Salman Rushdie is recovering this morning after being stabbed in Western New York Friday. He's been taken off a ventilator and is able to talk. Yesterday, his accused attacker pleaded not guilty to an attempted murder charge He's being held without bail. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today.
2: It's 11:03 on Sunday, August 14th. 76 degrees, partly sunny. High today in the low 80s. Chance of showers this evening. Good morning. I'm Sandy Kozel. We have breaking details from an incident on Capitol Hill this morning after a car crash and shooting near the U.S. Capitol. Let's go live to WTOP's Mitchell Miller on the Hill.
1: And, Sandy, we've just heard from U.S. Capitol Police Chief Tom Manger, who has given us new details related to what happened a little bit after 4 a.m. this morning. This was a vehicle that was driven on East Capitol near 2nd Street. That's in between the U.S. Supreme Court and the Library of Congress right across from the Capitol. The vehicle smashed into a barricade and then apparently was set on fire. The individual got out of the car, and Chief Manger says the person then started to walk toward the Capitol, down East Capitol Street, firing the gun randomly. Fortunately, no one was injured. He uh, then got close to the U.S. Capitol property. Capitol Police responded. Uh, officers were starting to respond, and they said that's when the individual shot himself. The vehicle apparently was set on fire by this person and did not catch fire after smashing into the barricade. Uh, we don't know a lot about this person at this point. He says next of kin has not been notified but manger did say that the person does have a criminal record he doesn't say that it has any indication that it would be something leading to something like this that is this violent they're still trying to find out exactly where he is from there are indications that the person has ties to delaware or pennsylvania Uh, i asked the chief if he had any knowledge of The person saying something before the gunfire started, officers said they did not hear anything. So it's not known whether there were any kind of political overtones or any threats toward any individuals in connection with this person. U.S. Congress is not in session right now, so there are no members of Congress here. Uh, Chief Manger also does say that the basic security perimeter around here will essentially remain in place. They obviously have a lot of things that the public doesn't know about uh, going on behind it. But those are the latest details here from Capitol Hill. Reporting live on Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News.
2: Okay, thank you, Mitchell. And, of course, we will stay on top of this story as it develops. Now, Election 2022 on WTOP. 35 votes. That's the difference separating the two candidates in the race for Democratic nominee for Montgomery County Executive. Maryland's primary election was nearly a month ago. The results were supposed to be certified on Friday, but that was pushed to the weekend after more than 100 sealed and uncounted provisional ballots were discovered earlier this week. The Montgomery County Board of Elections certified the results Saturday afternoon. Now, challenger David Blair trails by 35 votes to the incumbent Mark Elrich. Blair has said. Said he intends to request a recount. He has 72 hours to do so. Requesting a recount was not allowed until after the results got certified. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Arlington police are still trying to piece together what happened before a car crashed into an Irish pub in the courthouse neighborhood. We have a few new details. A
0: ride driver was heading up North Courthouse Road when his car ran right into Ireland's four courts on Wilson Boulevard around 645 Friday night. Fifteen people were injured. Nine were taken to the hospital. Two remain in critical condition and another has serious injuries. The crash caused the building to catch fire, but it was quickly put out. Arlington County Police are still investigating what led to the crash. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News.
2: An Oakton woman's been identified as the victim of a motorcycle accident on Saturday in Triangle. Prince William County Police say 56-year-old Brooke Shambeck was with a group of cyclists just after 1.30 yesterday afternoon when she crossed the yellow line, went off the road and hit a tree. Shambeck died at a hospital check traffic and weather next it's 1107 we have some exciting news our family just got bigger we at land rover alexandria are excited to announce the addition of jaguar to our already existing land rover family and that's not all we're also excited to share we've recently moved to one of the largest dealerships in the mid-atlantic area just off the beltway on south van Dorn street where our 12 car showroom overlooks all of alexandria And when it comes to service, with a 7,500 square foot parts department and 20